0: Three, two, one. We will make America great again. From Studio A in Greenwich, Connecticut, Carl Higby. Hey folks, welcome back to the Carl Higby Show. Appreciate you tuning in. We took some time off last week. I was actually gator hunting. I went down to Texas with T-Roy from Swamp People and we had a blast. We uh, bagged about six gators, a couple hogs, and uh, these little swamp rat things. I don't remember what they're called. It was great. Uh, Check out my Instagram, check out my Twitter feed. All the pictures are up there we did eat them because I'm a big proponent of eating what you kill or at least we didn't eat all of them but we ate some of them um, and I'm going to get a nice pair of boots my wife's going to get a nice handbag a lot kind of happened in the last few days uh, especially one thing I want to discuss is the, the presence of mind of the American people coming into the this new election cycle in 2018 people are jumping ship on this media narrative and you know let CNN scream and whine as much as they want but the fact of the matter is People aren't buying it anymore, and you know I've, I've read a number of articles about this across the United States. And recently, I was in Wyoming, and I, you know you talk to people out there in Wyoming, and nobody cares about what CNN says. Nobody cares about the CNN reaction because they're all you know out there. They're, they it's totally sensationalized. You know, you you go to any place in the Midwest, any place actually, you go to any place outside the coast, and people are actually done. With the the mainstream media, and and so is most of this country. They they ignore it. They don't care about the noise. They don't care about the sensation. Excuse me, the sensationalism. They've lost, and, and they they're losing because of things like this. The other day, Trump uh, President Trump got off Air Force One. He was going to see the Flight 93 Memorial on 9/11, and so he lands at Johnstown Flight Facility, which is a military installation. It's a reserve base uh, for the National Guard. And prior to his arrival, he was allowed to meet all the soldiers. And like, look, there's nothing, nobody out there, no president we've had, I don't think, that is more supportive of the military. So he was excited about it. He walks over to these National Guard troops, and in the process of walking over, he gives a fist bump. Like, yeah, America, fist bump, double fist bump. And the media says when Trump's en route to the 9-11 memorial, he somehow has... He disrespected them because of a fist bump in in celebration. Well, hey, dummies, this is why the mainstream media is not trusted by the middle of America is because, honestly, they're sick and tired of this. He was fist bumping to a bunch of soldiers, you know, the people that put their life on the line every single day that are willing to uh, go to war for this country. He was talking to them, and the media reports it as if he's fist bumping about the 9/11, going to the 9/11 memorial, and this is this is indicative of what they do. And a, a, a recently, a military member came out and, and disputed this, and he said, "Look, this is not how it went down. This is not what happened. This is why the mil, you know, the the country doesn't trust these people. You know, have also seen it with this hurricane. We'll we'll talk about that in a little while. But you had Anderson Cooper a long time ago when he was doing field reporting." in a waiters, there's a popular meme going around the thing the internet right now he's in waders up to his chest in water and you zoom out and there's the camera guy standing in ankle deep water they found the only hole next to a road where he could stand on and make it seem worse the weather channel just did this too the guy is up there standing and pretending to be blown around by the wind and in the background a couple people just kind of stroll across the street this is why we don't trust the media and i've known people for Years who have always said you don't go to war with people who print or buy ink by the barrel. Trump went to war with all of them. And he's winning. He's winning. And they can't stand it. The liberal media cannot stand it. They cannot stand the fact that we have a guy who's now bringing reality back to this sensationalized, agenda-driven media cycle. Yeah, I mean... it. It's funny, you know, I, I want to play a montage for you. There was a bunch of people back in the day that I think you remember that, you know, a lot of these people said that Donald Trump would never be president. They also said they were going to leave. But listen to this. I think that man will be president of the United States right about the time that spaceships come down filled with dinosaurs and red capes. On that note, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Take it, it from me. How about that? Here, and then, of course, there's Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been saying that he will run for president as a Republican which is surprising since I just assumed he was running as a joke. Donald Trump just last week he confirmed to the National Review that he is again considering a run in 2016. Do it. Do it. Look, Look at me. Do it will personally write you a campaign check now on behalf of this country which does not want you to be president but which badly wants you to run. So when you stand and deliver that State of the Union address in no part of your mind or brain can you imagine Donald Trump standing up one day and delivering a State of the Union address? Well I can imagine it uh, in a Saturday night skit I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. He will never be president of the United States. And uh, we better be ready for the fact that he might be leading the Republican ticket. Next. (laughs) (laughs) I know you don't believe that, but I want to go on. (laughs) Sorry to laugh. Okay, here we are. And which Republican candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Of the declared ones right now, Donald Trump. Well, oh, that is why I love Ann Coulter. That is absolutely why I love Ann Coulter because she was one of the few ones who was willing to come out with me day one, early on, and say, "Yes, this is the guy who's going to take it home. This is the guy who's going to do it all." He's sitting, she's sitting there on a panel right now. I'm, I, you know, this is a this is a video you can go on YouTube and watch, and it is hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious to watch these people squirm and wheel. They all laughed. They all thought we were stupid for supporting him. They all it, it, all the media, all the pundits, all the everybody with a handful of people with the exception of a handful of people thought this guy was gonna lose. And that is why the American people are sick and tired of the negative reporting. Look, the I, I don't know what it is, but you have to realize at some point, somebody has to realize that. This president is winning. He's winning. And they're trying everything they can to subvert democracy to not give him credit for it because they're losing power. I mean, D.C. went like 91% for Hillary, 4% for Trump. I mean, the, the Green Party candidate got almost as many votes as him. But I can't see anybody voting against their own interest in D.C. So they all voted for Hillary because they knew Hillary would keep the status quo. She would expand the government programs. There were a lot of people that were very connected, that were worked in, and knew what they were getting when they voted for Hillary Clinton. People like me and people in America voted for Donald Trump to blow up the system because it's not helping the little guy. It's not helping the little little person like you and me. So recently this New York Times, you guys are all familiar with the New York Times article that came out, the op, the anonymous op-ed. The anonymous op-ed that holds so much weight that no matter what, no matter what, it has to be believed. But this is what this, this is the closest thing to, you know, an attempt at an assassination as you can get nowadays without actually, you know, physically going through with it. Because there are processes in place to overthrow a sitting president. And it's called the 25th Amendment. It's when the cabinet gets together and votes and gives them a no confidence vote. And they can remove them from office. But they don't do that, because they know that he's winning. Economy's better, dollar's stronger, trade is better, everything's better. But these people cannot get over that, and it drives me absolutely up a wall. You can't, ha- you can't run a country like this. When people are deliberately trying to undermine a presidential agenda, you can't, you can't have them. They, have to, they either have to resign, or they have to be sought out and fired. And, you know, I, I, I'm I blaming the PPO on this, the Presidential Personnel Office. They put people in place. People came over with Reince Priebus. They came over with the establishment. And they they're the ones that Donald Trump beat, and they still haven't gotten over it. They have enormous power to staff these organizations for all the presidential appointments. Some of them don't even get to the president's desk, and they're just put in. I know many people who don't deserve to be there, who should not be there, who are actively against this president, who also, when I had a presidential appointment, I worked with some of these people and some of them were fully committed to the understanding that Trump wouldn't be there in two years. They thought that it was, that the swamp was going to take hold and they were going to win and that was going to be that. Wrong. The, the lesson is that The media no longer determines the public opinion. Oh, they're trying like hell, but the media can't do it anymore. And that's why they're so angry. That's why you have so many of these people that are saying the most ridiculous stuff on TV. They'll, They'll pull out allegations that don't exist. They'll dig into your past to find things and they'll print half of it and leave the other half out and they'll leave the important stuff out. But no matter how much smarter they think they are, no matter how smart the the analysts and the, the 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 pundits and the talking heads and the qualifications, they were all wrong in the first place. So we don't believe them now. And to be honest, we shouldn't. You, know, you it, it just doesn't matter. You, the economy is great. We're out of these foreign entanglements. So the, these. The, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, the one against ISIS, we're winning. I mean, we have shrank. You don't hear them on TV anymore, do you? It's because we've crushed them. And we've done it professionally and quickly. Obama was unwilling to do that because he campaigned on the fact that pulling out of there because there's no more bad guys. And then when bad guys reemerged, he didn't want to reengage because it was hurting his reputation. I mean, these meet, these pundits, they must know. They must know. They have to know. They can't be that dumb. I mean, look, the American people are so sick and tired of being lectured. Just report the damn news. Just report the damn news. Speaking of news, there was this massive hurricane. Um, you may or may not have heard of it. It came through... Um, north and south carolina a little bit of virginia and it's uh, it right now it's creating massive flooding 33 inches of rain in some places and you know president trump has had an unprecedented response and he's he's done this because he has people in place that have learned from all these other ones i mean what they learned from harvey last year with brock down at the at fema i was the presidential appointee in charge of the volunteer organization for these so i was firsthand on the ground down there and i saw these things the response is unprecedented now we've all seen the puerto rico has been freaking out and so anti-Trump, and they're they're saying that his response, the mainstream media, oh his response is terrible, and blah, blah blah. They cannot have enough bad things to say about this guy. So I, I I was actually poking around the internet the other day, and I found something that is, uh, you know, I'm looking at right here. It says millions of bottles of water meant for Hurricane Maria victims on tarmac in Puerto Rico. So the hurricane that ripped through there a little while ago. They, you know by the way America was criticized for our response um, I, I I don't I don't get it because the resources we sent down there sat on a tarmac and the Puerto Rican government could not get it out so th- this is this is the problem is, you know, the federal level can support this on, on whatever level they want. But at the same time, you have to have the cooperation of the local government. And before people go out and criticize about stuff like that, let's, let's call blame where the blame is. But if you look at places like Texas and under Harvey and stuff like that, people got out and helped themselves. And, you know, New Orleans, we didn't have that as much. It was a city, urban environments. Where people are packed in closely together, have a have a they're less self reliant. If it happened in Manhattan, it would be the same thing there. Because they don't have lawns, they don't have property, they don't have storage, they don't have places like that. I mean here I got food, water, whatever I need. Generators. We don't have that in the city, so people in urban environments are less reliable or self self reliant during a disaster. So when it hits a city, of course you're gonna see the impact. Also the, the concentration of, of people is 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 far greater. So I want people to consider that. If there's if there's criticism out there of Trump not responding, which he's he's definitely responding. Think about that. So the even more ridiculous than criticizing Trump for the his response to potential Harvey is this new thing with the curtains with Nikki Haley. I mean, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The the New York Times reported that the State Department, I think it was the New York Times, spent $52,000 on um, on curtains. I'm, okay. That's a ton of money. I mean, look, it, my, my wife has told me plenty of times that curtains are very expensive, and she won't even tell me the price of the ones that we do have in our home. But $52,000 seems pretty, um, pretty ridiculous. Now... So someone defended the purchase, claiming that it would be used for years and it was needed for security and entertainment. This sounds really stupid. Fifty-two thousand dollars is about the average income of the average American annually, and they spent it on. This is tax dollars going to curtains. So the New York Times writes this thing, <clears throat> and they blamed this on Nikki Haley. They blamed it on well, what was Tillerson at the time when they were installed. But they were purchased under Obama. <clears throat> this is, I mean, this is the media. This is why we don't trust the media anymore. They These people continuously <clears throat> report things that make their point. They don't report the facts. Just like this. I wish they would report on this. I, <clears throat> I really wish they would report about Kerry and Iran right now. Because what John Kerry is doing, you know, the biggest thing here is there was a bunch of people all pissed off about Michael Flynn meeting with ambassadors saying that we may or may not do certain things. And they raised hell about it. But now we have John Kerry going over to Iran. Remember John Kelly was the architect of this Iran deal. And he, this is his baby. He wants this more than anything else in the world to work and to stay. For Maybe it's globalism. Maybe it's whatever. Maybe it's his legacy. I don't know. But it's not working. It didn't work. And it's not getting any better. So, Trump is nixing this thing, and John Kerry is freaking out, and he's literally doing shadow diplomacy. He's going there and having these meetings and calls and things like that with Iran. He's not registered as a foreign, uh, you know, foreign negotiator or anything like that. He's just doing it, and this is the audacity of the liberal left. They they will they just think that they can get away with doing anything, anything. I mean, how is how is John Kerry? not found guilty for the Logan Act, under the Logan Act. I, I, the Logan Act restricts this type of thing. But if you want to conduct foreign policy on behalf of the government when you're not part of the government anymore, I guess that's cool now. I mean, how would they feel if... if? Well, I do know how they feel, because they, they freaked out at Mike Flynn when it was the president-elect, when he was on the transition team. He was getting into government, starting the conversations. John Kerry can do whatever he wants, I guess. I guess the Uranium One deal is still fresh in his mind, and he thinks he can get away with anything. Well, that is coming to a head, my friend, coming to a head. Um, What is also coming to a head is Judge Kavanaugh. This guy has endured so much crap. His kids were sitting in the front row, and they... Blasted him. I mean, the Democrats were so uncivil; they were willing to break Senate rules, or or grandstand and say they're breaking Senate rules. And you know, all the meanwhile, by the way, um, Dianne Feinstein is holding this secret allegation from 30 years ago about a woman who oh, said that Kavanaugh allegedly conspired to sexually assault her, or did a sexually assault her. She had this for two months. She didn't bring it out. She brought it out at the 11th hour the other day. And I thought, wow, Diane Feinstein doesn't give a damn about this woman's well-being. She's just is using it as a political point. Because if she cared about her well-being, she would have brought it out earlier and had him investigate it as soon as possible. But keep in mind, this is 30 years ago. I, there's not a jury in the world that would convict anybody of any crime 30 years ago with just the he said, she said word of mouth. Why I say it time and time again. Look, look, ladies and gentlemen, I am a victim of sexual assault when I was a boy, a young boy, okay? I didn't say anything until I was 18 years old, embarrassed, ashamed, just didn't want to talk about it, tried to ignore it, didn't want to accept it, whatever it is, I lose the ability to prosecute that person, and if I saw him today, it might be a different story, but the fact is... You can't pick and choose when you want to, you know, bring this up because it's politically convenient. I don't, I mean, he got letters from 60-something other people, women, that he went to school with that said he was a stand-up guy. He was a great guy. So why aren't those 60 women being as believed as this negative one? That's what I don't understand. The one person is more believable than, you know, I went through this when I was overseas. These You know, the Democrats sided with terrorists. Obama said, well, they have one terrorist saying that the SEALs abu- physically abused him in custody. And you have doctors, you have witnesses, you have team members, you have everybody else saying, no, there's no proof of this. It didn't happen, and we don't have any testimony to corroborate that except for one person who's trying to cover their own ass. This is the Democratic Party. Not to mention, I haven't heard Diane Feinstein speak yet. maybe she has, but I just haven't heard about it, that one thing about... Keith Ellison, who has documented nine one one tapes, police reports, things like that. So they, let me get this straight. They, you know, I, I put a tweet out on this the other day. The Democrats want Kavanaugh to resign, and resign from the bench, not even not just withdraw from Supreme Court consideration, but withdraw or resign from the bench because of an allegation of thirty years ago. Now, you know, uh, Judge Napolitano said this on Fox this morning. They have done six, at this point in his life, six intense FBI background checks over his life. Nobody's found this. It's never come out, but it only comes out now when the Democrats are kicking and screaming. And they have, you know what, to be honest, this is not the first time that a Democrat, I mean, look, hear her out, hear her story out, but this is not going to be the first time a Democrat has fabricated some sort of trumped up charge to try to get somebody out of office or to get, get their political will. And they're kicking and screaming because they're losing, and they know it, and they know the American people are seeing it. And then you have uh, Simone, uh, Simone Sanders on CNN. Now I've debated this woman. This is the woman who, when I said that you know America is the you know greatest country in the world, and I was talking about pro-America, and then I talked about that actually white people. ...are the only ones who actually have any institutional racism against them right now because of affirmative action. And her response to that was, oh, you par white people. I mean, you can Google this. And she was... I mean, this woman's off her block. She's known for making racist comments on CNN. I mean, she's she does not like white people. And she says that the Democrats were extremely respectful... Extremely respectful in the the thing where they were willing to break Senate rules, where they've drummed up charges, you know, allegations from 30 years ago. I mean, it, oh, by the way, 200 people have been arrested for protest that disrupted the hearings. And it was organized, it was found to be organized by Chuck Schumer. He's a Democrat. They have not been respectful of this at all. They've not been respectful of process. They've not been respectful of... Precedent? They've not been respectful of Kavanaugh. They've not been respectful of his children. And then to have their news, their their story right out the gate was that the woman behind Kavanaugh was secretly throwing up a white power sign. What I don't even—I've never even heard of that. That where you put your—that's the okay symbol. Like when when I was taught to dive in the U.S. Navy, you come up out of the water and you say, "I'm okay" or "I feel fine," because of the arterial gas embolism, they want you to articulate Fs and and use uh, dexterity. But then you have Colin Kaepernick caught in multiple pictures holding up that same sign almost as if it was a gang rap. This one was resting her arm. I don't even think she knew what she was doing. But, I mean, that's the... You call that respectful, Simone Sanders? Simone, you've got a lot, a lot to learn about What respect really is. Folks, I want to thank you very much for tuning in. I I really do appreciate it. And this is something that we need to keep fighting. We need to keep going and requesting accountability. We really do. Because if we don't, it's going to slip away. Our democracy will fly out of here faster than you know it we got to fight for it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Carl Higby Show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter or go to at Carl Higbee. We'll be posting them all up there. Appreciate you tuning in. Don't miss us next time on The Carl Higby Show.